0: a kappa and a good chinwag the story has real life stories to inspire and make you smile weekdays on vision and on demand in the app audio on demand from vision christian media
1: jesus said if you hold to my teachings you are really my disciples then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free About a thousand years before Christ, David asked the question, What is man that you are mindful of him, and the son of man that you visit him? Well, that's a great question. That's a question that is relevant to every age. Well, who are you? Are you the result of an accident, or have you been created by God? If you're the result of an accident, then you don't really have a purpose, and you don't really have value. But if you've been created by God, then you have both purpose and value. This is Set Free with Ken Legg.
0: Well, thank you for joining us. It's Phil here along with author and pastor Ken Legg. And we've been discussing the question this week, is there meaning to our lives? It's a big question. And indeed, is there a purpose to life itself? How can we accurately assess the value of our lives? All big questions that we uh, wrestle with at some point. Ken Legg, hello again. It's a big subject, isn't it? Yes, good to be together again, Phil. It is an important subject,
1: and uh, yesterday we saw how David grappled with this issue. You know, he felt so small and insignificant in comparison to the universe around him. He looked up at the moon and the stars and said, who am I in comparison? But, you know, we we can forget the universe, if you like, and even just concentrate on our world, our planet, and we still don't resolve the purpose of our existence. It's no easier because there are six billion plus people on this planet today. So does God really know me? And and if he knows me, does he care about me? You know, sometimes I think we make the mistake of thinking that the choice is between atheism, which is the belief in no God, and theism, the belief in a God. But actually there's a middle road that some people go for and probably more people than what we realise. You see, there's, there's some people that believe that some great power has brought this world into being, but who is he? Now, deism teaches that God brought this world into being and he wound it up like a clockwork and he's just left it running. He's gone walkabout. Mm -hmm. He's not involved in in what's going on in this planet. He doesn't care and uh, he doesn't take part in any way. And and some people think that that's the scenario is that we've got a a being that brought this world into being, into existence, but he's not involved with us. He doesn't know about us on an individual and personal level. You can understand why people are, are unconvinced about their own value, can't you? Oh, I certainly can, and, and I'm sure that David was working through this when uh, he asked that question, what is man that you are mindful of him? In fact, the word mindful means actually to mark out so as to be recognized, to make mention of or to set one's mind upon or to, to bring remembrance or to think upon or to think well of. So all these words actually underscore the fact that David was aware of the fact that not only did God know about him, but he knew about him intimately in a very, very personal way. Phil, I don't know whether you can remember back, at, you know, the days that you were at school and uh, we had competitions or we had sports, and uh, you know, two people had to pick a team, and uh, oh, yeah. and, and and you're standing there and you you're didn't want of, to be the last one. You didn't want to be the last one. You're thinking, "Pick me, please, pick me," <laughs> you know, and and then you get picked last. You know, well, someone's got to have him. So we we, we kind of uh, just end up in someone's camp, you know, or on someone's team. Yeah, uh, and then of course, some of us have not only been picked last, we've been picked on. And and so we can kind of, uh, you know, sort of emerge from our school years with a bit of a victim mentality, even a a chip on our shoulder that, uh, you know, well, nobody really cares about me, nobody really likes me, nobody really, uh, you you know, wants me, and if I wasn't here, nobody would really cared about it, you know. But from God's perspective, uh, it's different because the Bible says clearly we have been picked out. We've been chosen by him. Every individual on this planet uh, has received... Their spirit, the human spirit, from God. We, we you know, we, we are, of course, uh, the products of um, our parents coming together. We're their offspring. But the Bible says clearly that every human spirit has been imparted by God. So God is present at the birth of every human being and gives that person life. You know, whether it's a conception or whether it's uh, the
0: time of birth, the human spirit is given by God. And I think it goes even further than what you're saying. Us being picked by God, you think in the context of that yeah. team being picked out. The Bible says that uh, even before the beginning of the world, that God knew us. That you know, before we were even formed, He He knew us. So you get that. Get your head around that, and it brings a whole new light on being yeah. picked by God. It wasn't just sort of randomly chosen out. Yeah, He knew us. Plan. It, it is quite amazing when you when you think it through. But I guess the problem is that. It's so hard to comprehend and get your mind around it. For example, there are over a billion people in China and that's just in, in China all on its yeah. own. How does God know all those people? Yeah. And, I, and know me as well or you? How, how does he, how does he have time to do all that? Yeah, it's a good question. I, I remember I went to
1: Tokyo once, uh, visiting some missionaries that were there on behalf of our church and, uh, uh I did this day trip in Tokyo and, and, the guide told us that there. Was, I think back then, anyway, the population of Tokyo was 12 million, wow. and then another 12 million com- commute in every day. <laughs> and when you're walking around, you know, and there's all these millions teeming around you, you you get this overwhelming sense of, uh, "Hello, uh, does anybody <laughs> know about me? Well, if I went yeah. missing, would anybody know? Would anybody really care?" And uh, uh, this this sense of being one among so many millions uh, can leave you the question asking, "Well." am I really important? And does anybody know about me? And of course, Jesus often ministered to the masses, but a lot of his ministry was to the individual. You pick that up, especially in John's gospel, you know, Uh, sure. He ministered to the multitudes, but often he went out of his way to minister to one person that he knew all about Mm -hmm. and cared about and wanted to bring his love and his life to, you know, um, uh, there are more nerve cells in my body and your body than there are people in this world. Now, I can't put a pin in any part of my body and prick my body without that pain registering in my brain. And, and that kind of, in a, in a sense, helps me to understand uh, the fact that God does know about every single person in this world. Nobody is hurting. Nobody is alone. Nobody is suffering. Nobody is challenged without him knowing about it because he created this world and he's much bigger uh, than this world. Um, there's a beautiful thought in in uh, the Gospels, Phil, where we're told Jesus asked the question, "You know, are not two sparrows sold for a copper coin?" Now, in another Gospel, I think it's in Luke's Gospel, he puts it differently. He says, "Are not five sparrows sold for two copper coins?" Now, you work it work it out. If you can get two sparrows for one copper coin, uh, you'd think you get four sparrows for two copper coins. That's a good deal. If you get yeah, five. If yeah. there's one that's thrown in, that hasn't even cost you anything. And then he went on to say, not one of these sparrows would fall to the ground without my father knowing about it. In other words, even that sparrow that didn't cost anything, yeah. uh, he knows about that. How much more value are you and I to our heavenly father?
0: Well, I guess if he wasn't able to know us all individually, you know, you talk about the nerve cells that we, I think that's a great analogy, um, that, that we feel everything that happens all over our body. And God is very much the yeah. same, that he He knows what goes on. And if he didn't have that ability, then he wouldn't be God. Yeah, that's true. And
1: look, Phil, I, I know our time is going, but I want to tell you just a beautiful story that uh, I heard. It, it's it's back in the days when, uh, I don't know if you remember, there there used to be hearing tests done on, upon the children at school. Mm. And uh, one girl, her name was Mary, she had a cleft palate. And, of course, she had to bear the brunt of many jokes from the other children about her misshaped Lip, a crooked nose, a garbled speech, and and so she grew in, grew up hating the fact that she was different. But this change, when she got a new teacher, a lady by the name of Mrs. Leonard, came to the class and became the teacher of that class. And uh, she loved the kids, and they knew that she loved them, and and she especially loved Mary. And uh, the day came for the annual hearing test, and so. Mrs. Leonard had to whisper in the ear of every one of the children something to which they, were, they had to respond. You know, she might ask, for example, um, say this after me, the sky is blue, or what colour are your shoes, and so on. But when it came Mary's turn for her to whisper in her ear, she just said these words, I wish you were my little girl. And, you know, it doesn't matter what we're feeling right now and what our listeners are feeling right now, God whispers in our ear, I'm glad you're my daughter. I'm glad you're my son. And that's the special message that God has for each and every one of us today.
0: But you know what? We need to choose to hear it. Good insight today on the true value and meaning of our lives. And we'll continue with more tomorrow with Ken. And until then, remember, you don't have to carry that baggage. God wants you to be set free.
1: For books, DVDs, small group studies and other resources from Ken Lake and details about Ken's ministry, visit the Vision Christian store at vision.org.au. That's vision.org.au.
0: This program is a production of Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, see vision.org.au.